Welcome to another episode of Tickled Pink. I'm your host, Madison. Oh, what did you say? And I'm Britt. <laughs> wait, wait, what's your name? <laughs> and here's my co-host, Christina. Hi. Our other co-host, Lauren. Hello. Um, if you don't listen to Crime Junkies, you don't know what weird thing we were just doing at the beginning, but Christina has gotten me severely, severely yeah. addicted to- If you don't listen to it, you should. If you like that true crime shit. It's addicting. Warning. But Brit is annoying as shit. Also, fair warning. Wait, wait, wait. The same Brit from Crime Junkie? That's the one. <laughs> That's what she does. Like, literally, the the host is really, really good. What's her name? Ashley something? I think so. Ashley. She's really, really good. Um, and then Brit, just every once in a while, just pops in and makes like a... Wait, you mean the car that they found in the parking lot earlier? Yeah, like, like Ashley will tell like the entire story and all the background, and she'll be like, and then the van that we talked about earlier drove by, and Britt will be like, wait, 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 the van we talked about earlier? And then she's like, like the drunk girl at the party who's like, wait, you're Ira's boyfriend? <laughs> what? Yeah, Christina yeah. contributes just about as much to this pod, I've decided. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, um, casual plug for Crime Junkies. Give it a listen. I'm going to have to give it a listen. I like some true crime. It's way better than this pod. Oh, they even had a lesbian murder. That was going to be my um, tickled pink moment. Lesbian murder is your tickled pink moment? No, that they acknowledged lesbians. Okay, well, let's just talk about this now, because this, this is our spooky episodes anyways. Spooky queen. Jeff, can you put in Don't haunted house so- sounds right here? You know, creaky doors. Yeah, just yeah. Like, just do that the whole time. Can we play the, he did the mash he did at the one point. Mash. Yeah. So, well, so, because this is our spooky episode, we can talk about this anyways. Uh, so, yeah, there, there was a lesbian murder case, but one thing that was really interesting that I didn't know is that the statistics of domestic abuse, mm-hmm. they're way higher for queer relationships than straight relationships. Really? Yeah. Now, do you think that's just a report? They were queer relationships report it more, or do you think it actually happens more? No idea. It's but I could kind question. of, but I could kind of see it being a thing in that, like, you feel you're not more gonna, you're, you're, on their level. Yeah, you're not going to mm-hmm. take two guys hitting each other as badly, or two girls hitting each other as badly as you are a guy and a girl. And they were talking about that's another issue with like with these cases of domestic abuse is that when they're queer, the police don't take them as seriously. And that like this couple had been like notorious for like fighting each other and like had all these like violent blow ups and all this shit. And the police just didn't really take the domestic disturbances seriously. And then one of them murdered the other. Damn. Fuck. Craziness. I thought that, am I making this up that they said lesbian has had more domestic violence? I don't know. Or more reported or something. I could have sworn she said that, but I could be making it up. You could be making it up. I don't Maybe recall I that. I just recall that there are higher percentages of queer abuse than straight abuse, yeah. according to their statistics. Have you heard that crazy statistic that, like, God, I don't even remember, some insanely high percentage of relationships with a police officer have domestic abuse? I believe that. Imagine if it was gay, two gay cops. What is that relationship like? Not allowed on the force. <laughs> uh, that would be intense. That would be. There would definitely be some aggression there. Two gay cops. Should we make that show? Well, yeah. did you see there was? Um... Well, I didn't. Never mind. Well, there some a cop was told that he needed to, to like tone down his gayness. Really? Yeah. And oh so wait, I heard about this. Yeah. What is this? So he's being he's being given. It was recently, I think, right? Yeah, because so I just I think I read paid, about this a few days ago. I think ago. they're like giving him money or something because he was told to tone down his gayness because like, he's a police officer. I get told to tone down my gayness all the time. You can't. I mean, in I, the workforce, I think the there's place? room for the for super gay police officers. You know, they can enter. You know, stop. Bitch! <laughs> Stop, ho! <laughs> I like that. No. I think there's room for that. I'm down for it. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Speaking of um, being too gay or toning down gay, I want to get in some news before we get into our main topic of the night. Um, so, Booksmart, 
is on Delta's um, in-flight viewing right now. Are you sure it was Delta? Yes. Okay. Delta wait, wait, wait. Has... Delta the airplane? <laughs> Delta the airplane. Delta the... No. <laughs> you guys, you know it's Cut just one airplane one. and we all fly the same one. And the plane's name is Delta, not the company. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the company. No, Delta's the name of the pilot. The God. It's Mr. Delta the pilot. You guys are so rude. I should not drink when we do podcasts. <laughs> okay, or so, smoke, apparently. So. so Maddie was on the Delta plane. <laughs> I was not on the Delta plane, but on Delta right now, they're airing Booksmart, which we've never talked about, but it's a good movie with with a solid lesbian lead. Go we check it out. Definitely talked about that. Oh, yeah. I actually did see it on my Delta flight a few weeks ago, now that I remember. So, they cut out all the lesbian scenes. The, like, bathroom sex scene, even the lesbian kiss, and passengers were, like, tweeting out Olivia Wilde, because she directed it, and she was, like, calling out, like, their bullshit, and was like, you know... You have films on there that have aggressive, aggressive violence and these, like, horrible, brutal fight scenes, but you can't show two girls kissing in a love scene and call them on their shit. Fuck you, Delta. The plane, the airline, and the person. (laughs) And the person. And the the Latin letter while we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Delta. That fucking triangle. Hate it. (laughs) No, but it's true because I was on a Delta flight and the movie, the last movie I watched in flight was about this female editor. I don't remember her name. She's super important and she's great. I'll look it up eventually. But they were showing clips from her movies and one of the movies had like this guy diving headfirst into a pond. He died like his dead body. And I was like, a little kid could be behind me watching this like fucking dead ass guy. (laughs) floating around is that worse than gay i don't think so delta does yeah, delta <laughs> thinks so. Delta do what's worse than gay should we start that segment <laughs> what's worse than gay today actually that's a bad hole we could go down maybe we shouldn't Ugh. i'm gonna say we don't do that yeah good call fuck mm-hmm. delta yeah, but I like those little cookies that say Delta on them. I have never had Delta cookies. <laughs> Me neither. What Delta were you on? It was the same like, one as you guys, obviously. There's only, only one. one <laughs> they always ask you, do you want do you want cookies, almonds, Cheez-Its, or granola bar? And the cookies are these little cinnamon cookies shaped like this, and they I say Delta on them. Delta and while. they're mad good when you dip them in your coffee. I actually haven't flown Delta in years because mm-hmm. I flew Delta when I moved to New York. And they lost my suitcase, so I moved to New York without any clothes and had to go buy all new stuff. Did they ever? They never found it. I found it, and this is how. Um, they, I was going through my backpack, and I found the re- the receipt that you get with your tagging. You but mean it the was thing for, they give you in case your luggage gets yeah, lost. Yeah, but it was for somebody else. Oh. So they had mistagged our luggage and sent his shit with my information on it and my shit with his information on it, and I was able to track it down that way. They didn't do shit to get me my fucking luggage. Damn. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> damn fuck Delta, Delta once again. Yeah, double fuck Delta. I like Delta. Do you, you know, remember McDonald's you know cookies, the little ones that you got as kids? Yeah, the little hockey no. pucks. Those are so good. Mm. No. What were you going to say? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to keep to myself. Um, I don't know what cookies you're talking about. I feel like they've been out of commission for a real long time. Jeff, do you remember these cookies? I think we're too young. Mm. <laughs> Y'all can go eat a dick. <laughs> um, my family has a video of when I'm little and I cut my hand really bad because I dropped a giant snow globe and I had to go get stitches for the first time and the doctor's asking me what band-aid I want. Why they brought... Also, this isn't like phone camera time so why they brought the video camera to the hospital for my first time getting stitches i'm not sure Wait, well because no. video cameras were like eight thousand dollars in today money <laughs> yeah. you basically brought them fucking everywhere well so i'm on video and they're like what band-aid do you want and i was like do you have a mcdonald's band-aid fucking <laughs> 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 weirdo want to hear something even weirder about mcdonald's when yes. I was younger, um, the only thing I would eat there from there was chicken nuggets. But you know how they used to be like white and dark meat? 
Mm-hmm. So I would buy, I would make my parents buy me a 20 pack and I would rip open each chicken nugget and I would only end up eating two of them because all of them were dark meat and I would not eat them if they were you dark bitch. meat. You are so racist. Oh my God. I just, <laughs> I just got, what I'm, you do. You, know you just the dip them in eater. honey and they're so good. I'm the piggiest eater ever Sweet and they, they would never give you the like, cause I just was like, I thought they tasted too meaty if they were the dark ones, so I would rip open each chicken nugget and end up eating two of them. Dark meat is so much better than white meat. Okay, this is why I'm a vegetarian now. I don't don't like meat. You don't like anything. If you go to eat with her, it's the most annoying thing in the world. She's like, I'll get the salad, but no cheese, no tomatoes. Um, I'd like to substitute the dressing for oil, and I'd like it on the side. No salt, no pepper. Um, Also, could you take the peppers out? Also, could you add sprouts? And so she gets like a bowl of lettuce and sprouts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See, you were really accurate at first when you said no cheese and no tomatoes. I know, because I've been with you to order. Yeah. Then I was trying to exaggerate your... Yeah, your... I like peppers, you bitch. I would say no mushrooms, if there are mushrooms in there. Peppers are fucking bomb. Yeah, I used to not like them, but I do now. You know who has good peppers on their sandwiches? Jimmy John's? Yeah. You know what's not in Hollywood anymore? Jimmy, Jimmy John's. John's? What the fuck was that? Jimmy John's, if any employees listen to this podcast, please reach out to us and tell us why there's no fucking Jimmy John's on La Brea and Sunset anymore. We literally, last pod recording, were really late to let Jeff in because right before he showed up, we were like, mmm, Jimmy John's sounds good. And we drove over there and it was closed. And so, I had to settle for a Ralph sandwich that tasted like an asshole. So. Ralph's? Ralph's? You said Ralph's. Are you guys making fun of my Chicago accent? Ralph's. Yeah. I'm from Minnesota and I the can second, say it correctly. Se- Ralph's. <laughs> Did I say it? Ralph's. 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 Say my name. Maddie. Say my Maddie. name. Say my Maddie. name. The second I have like a tiny bit of water in me, I just, my A's are out of control. Are you drinking water? Water? <laughs> do you want some water or do you want some coffee? <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> guys? Uh, all right. Well, back on topic of gay stuff. Um, and it's sp- it's uh, almost Halloween stuff. here. I don't know yes. when this episode will go up, but it's spooky. This is going to go up on Halloween. Tomorrow is the day before Halloween. <laughs> Riverdale comes out. I wish I could make a gif of the face Jeff just Wait, made. He's like, oh, am I editing this right now? <laughs> the, se- the season premiere? Or has it been out already? It's been on. We've talked about it on the pod, and you were like, "Yeah, I agree with you." What well, you that's why. Why did you just say it comes out? It was like I thought we. Talked the Halloween about episode it. comes out tomorrow. Isn't it all and Halloweeny? There's like gargoyles yes, and but, shit. But this is like the specific Halloween episode, and this has me excited because. Oh, the Carrie Cheryl, episode. Cheryl and oh. Tony. No, that was the musical episode. Dumbass. Oh, that wasn't Hawaii. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm done talking. I'm done. I'm fucking out. <laughs> okay, Cheryl and Tony dress up as Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn for Halloween, which I love because in the comics, I don't know if everyone knows this, but they actually have a lesbian storyline in the comics in the New 52. Are, are they dressed up as Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn from Batman the Animated Series from when Harley Quinn was introduced? Because that would be a great costume. No, she's more the more modern, like, New 52. Oh version of harley what's 52 new 52 is like the new run of like all the different like og comics that came out yeah they basically dc was like we're restarting all the comics you know issue one new stories new everything this was like their whole like anniversary starting fresh whatever what's 52 is that how many comics there were is it 52 years later we need your husband for this he would know I can text him, but I also but, feel like... So, like, all these different comics that are in the New 52, <laughs> the all, and so Harley Quinn has her own storyline now. I read, like, half of it, but then I just found Riverdale and Runaways and stopped with the Harley Quinn obsession. But, um, yeah, her and Poison Ivy, like, are very bisexual, have a very uh, open relationship in the comics, mm-hmm. and I love it. It makes sense because Poison Ivy, she's a scientist. She's a botanist. She's really like the head on her shoulders one. And Harley Quinn's like the... So, you, like, I feel like a lot of relationships are the crazy one and the, the smart one, especially in lesbian relationships, right? Which one am I in my relationship? That I mean, you already know. Right you're you're the Harley Quinn. You know this already. Yeah, but I'm also really smart. Harley Quinn is also smart. She was a psychiatrist. Well, that's true. You're the poison ivy. The crazy one? No, 
Poison Ivy's the more stable one. Yeah, she's, right. I yeah, mean, she's right. evil, but she's still sane. Okay. Sounds about yeah. right. Harley Quinn's just fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah, Poison sense. Ivy's like, I'm gonna use my fucking plant smarts. You think I'm Harley Quinn? Yeah. In my a current situation, I'm the least crazy in my current situation. I mean, I don't think you're and a Poison Ivy. The least crazy in but my crazy, last situation. I think you're thinking of crazy too literally. Doesn't well, necessarily because Harley mean Quinn like... is legit fucking crazy. I don't think you're literally crazy. Cool. I'm just a love you're crazy obsessed. in your own. I guess I'm Harley life. Quinn, and like like her obsession for Mr. J is like my obsession for my lady. Do you remember like three years ago when I Ladies, drove you to the costume store so you could buy makeup so you could go as Harley Quinn for Halloween? Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and nobody, none of you guys knew who the fuck I was. Everyone thought Jess looked awesome as the Joker, and no one had any fucking idea who I was. Not a clue. Yeah, well, then now Suicide. Then Suicide Squad came out, and then two years later, everybody was in that costume. Have you seen the like, preview for the new one with um, Harley Yes, Quinn? I don't like her look in it, but I think it's going to be a cool movie. I never even saw Suicide Oh, uh, Birds of Prey. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the poster looks fucking very poorly photoshopped. That's my main <laughs> feedback. I didn't see it. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Halloween. So. So the theme of today's episode is feminist discourse in horror films, uh, 1900 to now. And we're basically (laughs) just, we're going to talk about uh, female shit and uh, queer shit in movies. And just instead of talking about specific topics like we usually do. Just talk about uh, women in movies, <laughs> queer women in movies. Horror movies specifically. Yeah, horror movies. Spooky queers. Horrors and horror movies. Horrors and horror films. Yes. Okay, so when this came about, I wanted to do a pod on, specifically on like lesbians and horror films, but like the more we kept like trying to find movies with lesbians in them, there's not really a lot of proclaimed lesbians, and if they are, that part of their lives isn't really explored at all they're just hacked off right away so i wanted to ask you guys so have you seen the movie the descent yes no so okay we've talked about it on this pod i think we have it's the one about the group of friends all women friends who are cavers and they go into a cave and then all this bad shit happens the cave entrance collapses it It came out like 2005 ish but wasn't isn't the main woman or not the main woman but like the main woman's friend the one that tricked them into going into the bad cave spoiler alert um isn't she gay I don't recall but I feel like literally what we said on the last one was it's a film about a bunch of chicks spelunking so one of them definitely has to be a lesbian and that's literally when the idea for having a Halloween or no, bad cave I think two of them I think two of them might be gay with each other in the movie I don't remember but it's not the main evil one cuz I remember she cheated with the other main girl's husband so it's not her but that's like one of the no. best best horror movies of all time like you see the dude for like 30 seconds at the f- beginning of the movie and he immediately dies Ooh, um to see this. it is really good it's okay it's one of the scariest movies you will ever see wait really yes it it's is like scarier than strangers no that's the scariest that one scared me the most too i think it's scarier than strangers because this is a movie where like it eases you in, and it's not like there's no spooky mask shit. There's no like scary clown shit. It's like you're stuck in a fucking cave. They're stuck in a house in the wilderness and strangers. Yeah, but With you're these, mask. They're stuck spooky, in a spooky mask shit is our brand. Yeah, but stuck in a cave underground, and you don't know if you can even ever get out ever. Yeah, that doesn't scare me to watch in a movie. In real <sighs> life, I panic the fuck out, but I don't watch that and like feel that like fear. The way they shoot also, it is really scary. I think also because. I- you're not going to find me in a cave ever, but you might find me at a house <laughs> like, like in the wilderness. I'm more likely to be there. Let's trick Christina into going into a cave one time. Let's like blindfold her. That's and then, so like, funny. Be like, That's a good joke. How are you going to get out? And turn, let's ask the guy to turn off all the lights. Oh, let's sleep for here. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> it's a good prank. Um, really but so yeah, so one of the things that I noticed though is like, there's not really lesbian, like there are relationships. Not, I mean, it's not like, Horror films are notorious for deep dives into, like, relationships and personal lives. Mm-hmm. But there's not any, like, real exploration. Not even exploration. You don't even really see gay stuff in horror films. And if you do, it's, like, 
not lesbians. It's like two girls kissing for like a hot scene. Mm-hmm. And I feel like horror as a genre, like it's been so cheapened the past, God, a long time. Like especially in the early two thousands, every horror film was like cheap, low budget, blood, tits. blood, blood, tits. You know, high schoolers, and it was just bad. It wasn't scary. It was all very, very, very campy. It's and like not regarded as like a actual legitimate genre of film. And I feel like recently with movies like um, Get Out, Get Out, and like what's the fucking Tony Collette? I'm sawing my head off. Oh my god, I fucking hate that movie, and you loved it. Hereditary. I, Hereditary. I love that movie. Ugh, now man, finally. Horror is coming back as a good ass genre, and it's like the haunting, the shows, the series, the shows, the shows, the the show series that had a legit, yeah, yeah. which we've talked about. But that I mean, at least Theo was like a legit developed lesbian character, which was like the first real dive into exploring lesbian character. And yeah, and I think like we've seen now when you present characters that aren't just like heteronormative and young and like this cookie cutter set of things like you actually get good interesting horror films and like now horror films are getting nominated for oscars and like people give a shit about them whereas like like can anyone name a horror film from you know pre-2010 that's not like fucking scream you know scream is so good though yeah, because that was the best one but it's still cheesy I just... one of my roommates watched it for the first time recently and was like it's like my new favorite movie. It's so good. I'm like, how it's have so you good. never seen it before? That's so yeah. insane. When we saw it at the cemetery, Allie had never seen it. And she was like, how have I not seen this movie? Like, it's so good. I rewatched I Know What You Did Last Summer the other day, thinking it would be kind of a similar effect because they came out at the same time. Same writer. I love the cast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> uh, um, it was not good at all. One I need to rewatch is Urban Legend. Did you watch Urban Legend? No, Wait, but yes. the second one, or yes, I did watch it. I but I don't remember it at all, but I did oh, watch it. I hated the redhead that was the main chick in it. That's she plays weird. a le- she plays a lesbian though with uh, Piper Perabo in the last season of Orange Is the New Black. Oh, and I was like, she's annoying me for some reason. I can't remember why. And then I was like, fuck, Urban Legends. It's that bitch. Wait, I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. In Orange Is the New Black. Did you watch the last season? Mm-hmm. You know when Piper goes to like the the retreat and she, there's the redhead lady that she has a little fling-a-ding with a what fling-a-ding no that's what they call know. it when you ride british cock on wednesdays fridays baby <laughs> fridays and saturdays only benny i feel like you'd be better at cockney slang which is like you know you rhyme with whatever you're saying i've heard of that but i they say some yeah they say weird they shit. say some things that i just like don't quite get yet all right let me look up some cockney slang Actually, I feel like this will get us very off course, so maybe should we or should we What were you going to say about Urban Legends? Urban Legends was just one of those movies, you know how in your group of friends when you're growing up, you just latch on to certain things? Mm -hmm. So I feel like we rented that on DVD like a lot of times. Yeah. And that was just like the horror movie that I grew up with. The one that we also watched at that same time that could have been queer is The Craft, because let's get real. I feel like the horror. Like, I feel like the craft is kind of like revered by the queer community now. Is it? Why? I mean, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> is it a ghost or is it my dog opening the door? <laughs> Can he open your door? He literally just did. Well, I wasn't sure if Sarah did it. That's the dog. Yeah, he opens the doors. I mean, it's a '90s movie with four strong female witches, okay. and they like. Are in, they look fucking cool. They look fucking great. They fuck some shit up. Well, back to queers and horror films. What about Jennifer's Body, which is highly underrated, awesome fucking movie? Okay, so I actually just watched it for the first time on Friday. Did you love it? No. What? It's so poorly made. Okay, here's my review of Jennifer's Body. The story is fun. The script is good. The direction in filmmaking is abysmal. Like, really bad. That reminds me of Friends when Joey gets his review. His <laughs> acting is abysmal. Well, like, when they do, like, dramatic sequences, it's not even slow-mo. slow-mo. It's like when they, they do, like, the kind of, like, <laughs> It's, like, cheesy 
90s television. It's like so, so cheesy. And I feel like they just did a, it could have, it deserved a better treatment than it got. Well, the problem though, I think part of it was that the advertising wanted to treat it as a horror film and it was really like a female empowerment dark comedy. Well, also, like it's it needed more like a Heather's style. It needed a better production budget because even like the part at the end where um, uh, Needy is running up to the school and it's like the worst ever green screen I've ever seen in my life. I'm <laughs> like, you guys could have done better. They can't blame it all on the marketing. Like, granted, the marketing was terrible, but the movie needed better justice. I like. That pool scene though, where that, the the pool scene was great. Pool was like, and then she like, no, I like see that was great, and like the scenes between um between Jennifer and Needy were great, and like the school scenes were great, but like, what about their makeup? That was pretty great. Oh, I could tell that was the part you... If this was VHS, you probably, like, would have just rewound that part oh, yeah. over and over again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then when they're, like, wrestling and levitating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie, yeah, so... What is wrong with you? Because I'm just laughing at you rewinding that. Wrestling and levitating. Yeah, it's hot. No, but I liked it. I mean, like I said, it wasn't great. It could have been great. But it wasn't. You know how Jennifer like spews like all that black shit? Mm-hmm. So like right after that movie came out, I had like just moved here and my friends all came to see me and we were all like poor, fresh out of college kids and we wanted to like stay in like a fancy hotel in WeHo. So like we got a hotel room that had, you know, just like a regular hotel room, but like a little living room setup, and we packed like eight of us into it. Oh, that's what you do in college. You're like, can we afford 180 a night split eight ways? <laughs> but so it had this marble coffee table and to this day we don't know what it was like it looked like somebody had like dumped soy sauce all over the coffee table probably we're just idiots and didn't realize like that was like the stain of the table Uh and the next day we woke up being like oh my god we ruined this this marble table and we just were like who got jennifer's body on the table (laughs) whatever it was stupid (laughs) but yeah like the one that one makeout seat in the movie, I feel like there is so much like tension between them the whole time, and I feel like it could have been a little bit more than just that one makeout scene. Like string it out a little bit more. Yeah. Especially with the fact that needy spoiler alert takes Jennifer's demon at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Christina. I won't remember. It's fine. Okay. She takes her D. Is Needy a, a character? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. well, Needy. Played by, okay. it's Amanda well, Seyfried. Yes, did ruin it. Amanda oh, Seyfried really? did a great job. But I also thought Megan Fox looked way too sexy to be a high schooler. She looked like 32 yeah. years old in this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maddie agrees. <laughs> Oh, but also, yeah. like, just watching this movie, the fashions, these 2008 fashions, like, I was like, I had a mini hoodie that went with, like, the little sleeves and the little hood that came with to the here. the boots and the jean skirt. Oh, I never had Ugg boots, but I had the fucking lowrider jeans. And then, remember wearing the lowrider jeans with, like, the fucking tunic tank tops that came down to, like, your crotch? Yep. Man. I'd forgotten that Chris Pratt was in that movie. Wait, who was he? He's the guy Roman in the bar, but it's before he lost all that weight to be the guardian of the galaxy. Oh, I didn't even recognize him. Yeah. No. Well, he Chris died Pat. right away. Yeah. yeah. Burnt, burnt up. Burnt to a crisp. Burnt to a crisp. Um, I do like with the lesbian thing, though, that, like, literally from, like, the open opening scene, they kind of plant this, like, kind of infatuation that's more than just friendly. You know? It wasn't just, like, a random, like... Oh, here'd be. Let's have two girls kissing it to make it hot. Well, they established early on that Jennifer is a massive bitch, and Needy is basically affirming the whole time, like to herself, why she's friends with her, and her only reason is, well, we've always been friends. But we get these whole hints. It's like, well, she's in love with her. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally, that's the first thing she says when she's like watching her like do the the baton twirling, flag mm-hmm. twirling shit at the beginning, and the. Chicks in front of her is like, you're so gay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, and also Amy Sedaris is in this movie. Oh, yeah, she's well. the mom. She's the mom. Yeah, she's Needy's mom. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about a movie I've seen. Okay. Okay, what have you seen? I don't watch horror. You were supposed to watch, you were assigned Did, three films I watched The Babysitter. Pod. Oh, yeah, I just watched The Babysitter. Okay. Not super queer because that kiss was definitely just like. Remind me again who kisses. Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. And, and the hot blonde babysitter. Is that when they're in the, playing that game? In the they're series? playing yeah. Spin the Bottle, yeah. yeah. And have that a game. super that game. hot kiss. Yeah. I call this movie um, Stupid Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> this is sorry. so good, though. It's not stupid. I laughed so hard. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's honestly the best thing Bella Thorne has ever done. Oh, What else sure. has she done? I don't know much about exactly. her. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of people. Men and women, we like her for that. You do you, girl. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Wow. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to say that to me now, too. I say that to you, like, every day. No, you say mean things. Only when your feet smell. Then you try to blame it on Again, me. Again, I think we've established we haven't smelled anything since you put socks on. <laughs> so so you put some thick socks on and we haven't had a problem since. So... <laughs> Anyways, babysitters. Or the babysitter. Um, it was campy. I like the camp factor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so how how old is the kid supposed to be? Like, he's supposed to be right, he's supposed to be like around like a, 11, I would think. Like, kind yep. of too old to have a babysitter, but like... But the dad is letting him drive the car at the beginning, and also why are they driving the car on the racetrack? Did I miss that? well like i kept a significant like i was having so many questions i was like i feel like i need a fucking notebook like i have so many questions of why anything is happening in this movie because the dad ken marino like you're old enough to learn how to drive they're driving and then they're driving my dad let me drive the car when i was young at 11 yeah and i started going down this hill and he's like okay you gotta break you gotta break and i was like just like it was not good. And we didn't, I mean, I feel like we lived in a populous area where that probably could have, what do you get when like you let your child drive? Is that a felony? Is that a misdemeanor? That's I don't a good know. Question. That was a good question. I was only allowed to drive in parking lots. I was, my dad just literally threw me in the fucking seat and let me drive down the street. He's like, I think you can learn to drive home. And it was a horrible, horrible idea. And after I couldn't figure out how to stop and make a turn or just break to make a turn, he immediately like helped me pull over and made me get out. (laughs) As soon, like the day I got my fucking learner's permit, which you know, you just have to do like a written test for. My mom was like, all right, let's go for a drive. And of course I take like the widest turn around the corner ever. And I'm like doing the two foot gas and brake. Oh, I'm like, no. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm driving. Did you guys have to do like, or does everyone have to do this where you have to get like a certain amount of hours before you get your license? Yeah. I made all of them up. So when I got, <laughs> when, I actually, when I actually got my license, I had maybe drove, drove an hour or two. And I drove was. ED, past tense. What state did what, what state Maddie, did you get your license you in? That's me. Should I say? It's not Illinois. against law. Yeah, I mean, in Minnesota, you need Illinois police. That's Christina Coy in Illinois. She I'm, I'm made a good I'm sure the statute of limitations is passed. In yeah. Minnesota, you need not that old. ten hours. If you're under eighteen, you need ten hours of like certified. Like you need to pay for a behind the wheel instructor. Yeah. Oh, I had to do that. Or I don't know if it was 10 hours, but I had to go to driving school. But then in addition, we had to have like 50 hours of, yeah. like, with a parent. And that's that's what we had too. And like my and dad would just like make me drive in places. Yeah, I wouldn't really drive very often. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just be picking my Mormon mom up from the bar. <laughs> just kidding. It's not true. I don't know if I've ever seen a Mormon bar. All right. Back on topic. Babysitter. Wait. What, real quick. What would a Mormon bar be called? Hmm. It'd be called... Seven Up on Tap. Oh, they can't have pop either. Deseret Drafts. <laughs> there was something recently about Deseret Bookstore. Oh, it was a Jeopardy clue. Um, but apparently it's not specifically Mormon. The word Deseret? It's like a... Never heard that word before. Well, I just knew it because there was some clue about like the Deseret family or some shit like that. And so I was like, oh, Mormon, blah, blah, blah. And then it was not. And I was like, what? What about Deseret Books? But apparently it's... Anyways, I digress. 
A Mormon bar. Yes. Would be called... Um, I don't have to get back to you on that. My brain's not firing Disappointed on Disappointed in you. I know. Usually I'm a little bit faster than that. Did I tell you what my lesbian bar would be called, though? Hmm. It'd be called Kegels, but it would be spelled K-E-G space L apostrophe S. Keg. Like a beer keg, but Kegels. Oh, okay. Kegels. Now I get it. I had, to, I had to visualize the sign in my mind. Okay. Kegels. Okay. <laughs> and just for everyone listening, Maddie just made a very proud of herself facial expression after she said that. Also, <laughs> it's clever. No one steal that idea. It is um, trademarked. Yeah, so is Tickle Pink Podcast, so f- fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, wait, what were we talking about? Horror the movies. Babysitter. The babysitter. I like the aggressive lesbian kiss, even though it wasn't a real lesbian kiss, but it was still fun. Do you think Bella Thorne was like, we need to put this in there? Probably. I liked when she got stabbed in the tit. <laughs> the stabbed in the tit scene was funny. Yeah. I feel like this was kind of a throwback to those... I feel like this is a movie that would have been rated R in 1999 and me and my friends would have gone to see and we would have fucking loved it. Right? Yeah. And it probably would have been way important back then. Mm-hmm. It would have been like the new Jawbreaker. Yeah. Exactly. Like you would have bought a ticket to the PG-13 movie and then actually gone to this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. This would have been a cult film if it came out in the 90s. I, it totally would have been. That's it why might I liked be, it so much. It might be in a few years for the youngins. I, I mean, it's just is not as groundbreaking these days as it could have been. Greenlit for a sequel, and when have you ever seen a Netflix original get a sequel? Besides the boyfriend's letters to thing, those, or to the <laughs> to all the boys I've loved. Yeah, that one. <laughs> the boyfriend's letters. Well, that should be canceled because <laughs> Noah cut his hair and looks like a freak. So, well, way to judge people based on looks alone, Christina. He is, like, known for having his, like, hair and being a little cutie. And then he just shaved it all off. Ooh, can't like do that. Head. You can't do a Felicity. Oh, my God. That was the worst. And Katy Perry has never recovered. I'm Amen. sorry. She is not. No. Amen. I don't know what happened, but... I mean... I don't understand like why Miley... Katy Perry, doing her transition, did the, like, literally exact Miley... And then it didn't work. Miley did it, and she's made it work several times right now. I feel like but she's, Miley's thing has been she's like going down. But Miley's thing was like I'm transgressive, transgressive, and I'm weird. Whereas Katy Perry's thing has been I'm hot, I'm sexy, I'm a pinup, and I'm cute. Yeah, Katy was like always like cupcakes and strawberries. Yeah, literally cupcake tits. Yeah, a little like were, wink. Remember, were you there when my friend was that? I don't think so. Cause oh. I definitely would have liked the cupcake tits. She looked absurd. Yeah. Katy Perry, R.I.P. Did you guys hear? And supposedly, um, this guy has been working on Prince's memoir since before Prince died. He was Prince's official hired memoirist. And they just released like a press release or something about it today. And one of the quips they released, I'm sure because it's getting buzzed, it's like Prince had something. He's like, well, I hate, or not I hate, but like I'm sick of fucking Ed Sheeran and Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ed Sheeran. He's just doing his best. I get the Katy He's Perry He's not, thing, because though. he could literally buy a pair of pants that fit. I actually don't look at pictures of him because I just don't want to. <laughs> Prince or Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I thought it was Ed Sheeran. It is. um i get the Katy perry thing though my somewhat someone went to a party at prince's house once and she said that even the lights were purple lights she said like literally everything not an exaggeration purple i feel like i've told my almost prince party story on this podcast before right you have yes biggest regret of my fucking life i bet I had to go to a stupid wedding where I saw my stupid husband be the stupid best man to my stupid friend. And then Prince died. And then he died. They like called our team into a meeting to say that somebody was moving from being the proofreader to being like a social media person. 
So <laughs> this person calls us into the room who is not good at leading team meetings anyways. And she's like, okay, y'all. So um, I know who it is since know, you said y'all. I don't know if all of y'all have been informed yet, but Amanda's transitioning. <laughs> <laughs> Paris and I fucking died. And like, she did not understand why we were laughing. Like she was like, didn't understand why it was so funny that this person was moving positions and we just couldn't hold it together. Nice. Yeah. That's funny. It was funny. I'm, I'm saying it's funny. You know the person who did it too because we went to Jimmy Buffett with her. Does it... Is it the person? That's the person who was like, y'all, Amanda's transitioning and couldn't yeah, understand why we're laughing so hard. What's, Not... Is she, is she blonde? Very. I think I know them. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Anyway. Continue. So the first time I came to LA, <laughs> I was thinking about moving here. I stayed at the Millennium Biltmore Hotel, which is home to the swimming pool, which is fa- the famous swimming pool scene in Cruel Intentions. Shut up. That's where they filmed that? Yes. Also, this is on my list for our other podcast, The Haunted Hotels. I think oh. I pitched you before. Um, this is on the list. I don't think you pitched me your haunted hotel idea i really thought i did i don't think so i met these people that were you there um were for a bachelor party doing like a a bar crawl but going to all the haunted places in la oh you invited me to it and i couldn't come and i don't remember why i didn't go oh well you told me about it yeah that's probably what happened um but that's spooky so we should look into that moral story because there's some freaky shit but we could also like go eight ways on a <laughs> junior suite at the Biltmore and recreate the pool scene from Cruel Intentions. Down. And then, Christina, if you want, we could go down to the park to Pershing Square, which smells like homeless piss, and we could do that that um, kiss scene. Where is I that where it kiss. is? No, that was actually in Central Park, oh, wasn't it? I... Yeah, Pershing Square is like if a park was designed by a child who really likes Minecraft. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> also, it literally just Why are you yeah. teaching me how to kiss? Because I'm a better kisser than you. How would you know you've never kissed me? Any more spooky stuff to talk about? Nah. They need, a, they need good lesbians in horror films. Should we share, instead of a tickled pink moment, a tickled spooky moment? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going last. Okay. I'm going second. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'll share a tickled spooky moment. So, uh, Maddie knows this whole story, but when I was in college, uh, my neighbor was murdered. Oh, fuck. You're telling this story? I'm not telling the whole story. But this so, me up. so oh God, I hear. the night after the night it happened, well, not the night it happened, but the night after it was discovered and the whole thing went down and we were leaving the apartment for the last time. Um, were you leaving because of the murder? Well, I can go into it after, but so there was the murder and then they let us go into the apartment because we were leaving camping the next day and I had bronchitis and I need to get my medicine. So they were like, you can go in and out once, blah, blah, blah. So we were leaving. She saw the murder scene when she went back in. Well, yeah, but she's telling the, the story. tickled pink, the tickled spooky moment is that as I was leaving, I walked out the door, and I was I was about to turn around to bring the doorknob back in, and it like swooped in and closed itself. So that was my tickled spooky moment. You're gonna have to like tell that whole story on the pod sometime because she was the key witness in the murder. Yeah, and the one time I told it, like everybody freaked out and was like, "What the fuck?" It's a long story, so yeah. I don't tell it that often. Okay, it's intense. Well, you tell your moment, and then we'll. Um, I don't know if I have like a spooky moment because I think I already told on here when I like thought I saw the ghost or whatever when I was watching After the haunting of Hill House. After haunting Hill House, yeah. But I did remember something that was, like, gay and spooky. (laughs) One time, a girlfriend and I, uh, back in college, she was like, what? You've never seen Poltergeist? And I was like, no, never. So we put it on. But then, like, you know, as, like, new relationships go, you start, like, diddling and whatnot. And so we were, like, full-blown hooking up. And then it was, like, 
Carol Ann! Carol Ann! Like, you know, the movie? That's the only part I remember of the movie is that chick who's like, Carol Ann! You talking about the glasses lady? I don't know. I just remember someone screaming Carol Ann in the middle of sex and was like, what the fuck? I feel like I haven't seen Poltergeist in like 10 years. Well, that's good. It's a great movie. From what I hear. <laughs> Did you know in that movie, the skeletons apparently in are the... Real? Yeah. In the swimming pool scene are real skeletons. That's I don't remember scary. anything from that movie other than the, the bitch yelling Carol Ann while I was in the middle of having sex. <laughs> <laughs> scary. Um, I don't really have a tickled spooky moment. I think the closest thing I have to a ghost and something scary would be looking in the mirror at your having a dream face. about my ex naked. Recently? No, long time. Well, like right after. But that's that's a ghost kind of and terrifying. So, <laughs> Jeff, since it's Halloween, do you have any spooky moments? Nothing He's spooky. Shaking his head, no. Nothing spooky has ever happened to Jeff. So, any ghosts out there listening, go haunt oh, Jeff. Oh, actually, no. Yeah, we're not getting into it. Yeah, that's it. What's, Wait, what, no, what, tell what, us. Her house, her mom has a ghost. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Tell us about your house ghost. ghost. My, it's like long. I don't know how to sum this up. My dog was obsessed with my dad, like would not leave aside. Like if my dad went to the bathroom, my dog was sitting outside the door waiting for him to come out. Like That dog shat on the floor next to the toilet while her dad was pooping. <laughs> No, um, but they were just obsessed with each other. Like it was absolutely insane. And when we were moving houses, um, my mom was just kind of like, I didn't like that house. Like there was just this like weird presence that I always felt. And she was very, she never told anyone. Cause she was like, I knew you fuckers would all make fun of me and think that I was crazy. So I never said anything. And my dad was like, yeah, of course we would make fun of you. Like that's there's no like ghost she's like i swear to god it would randomly be like this presence and like i could see this like black thing and there was like weird like the people that lived in the house before us like one of them died of alcoholism and then his wife would just like sit outside of our house and like look at our house like there were weird yeah there were like weird things that happened and like weird things that they left in the house where in illinois did you grow up um i'll tell you after the pod a suburb of chicago um and so when we were moving all of our shit out and my dad was like she's crazy like i don't believe in this stuff my dog first like he opens the front door and he was just like i had this like weird feeling and i look and the dog would not come in the house like and my dog if my dad brought my dog in the car and my dad got out of the car my dog would sit there weeping because the my dad wasn't by his side but he would not, he's like, come on, come in the house. And my dog just would not go in the house. Like, he was running away. He's like, I like, wouldn't go in the house. And my dad's like, that's so weird. And he he just, like, kept trying to call my dog in the house. And he had to end up driving my dog home because he would not go anywhere near the house. And my dad was like, it was super strange because I also felt this really weird presence that I had never, he didn't see anything. He's like, I just felt, like, really unwelcome and really weird there with all of our stuff gone and the dog wouldn't go in the house it's like it's not that scary except for the fact that if you knew them and like dogs apparently see things oh, that yeah. every time Billy fucking freaks out so like that's why out. it was super weird because like they apparently can see ghosts and like whatever and my that dog just honestly would never leave my dad's side so we all thought it was super weird hmm. my house was haunted growing up i don't know if it's still haunted but we're going to tell spooky stories, might as well. Uh, when my mom and I moved in, like, all this... I was pretty little, so I only remember one part of this, but, like, all this, like, shit would happen. Like, vacuum cleaner would turn on or, like, you know, like, the music would turn up as loud as it could go all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And so at first we thought it was, like, electrical stuff. But then a bottle of puff paint was lying on its side on our counter. So it's, like... It's paint. It's heavy. It's like lying level, so it's not gonna like be able to move, you know. Mm-hmm. And it just stood up. And then like a couple days later, like, li- and this is the one thing that I remember is like a little boy running up the stairs, and my mom was like, "It's just cars passing by. It's just shadows." And like years later, we talked about it, and she's like, "Yeah, like it." She was like, "It freaked me the fuck out too." And so I guess my mom was like, "Okay, ghost, like, you can live here." But we live here too, so please just, like, don't mess with us. 
But like, like weird ass shit goes on like that all the time. Spooky. Yeah. Spooky queers. Spooky queers. Was the ghost gay? He was a child. I don't know if the ghost had fully formed its identity yet. I wish we had some listener write-ins of gay ghosts. So if you're a listener and you have a gay ghost, send it in. Yes. Didn't we want to have listener questions too? Did I make that up? Did I dream that? We asked for something last time. I don't remember what. Yeah. I mean, has have any listeners sent in questions? Have you checked the email address? I have not checked the email address <laughs> since Allie wrote in about um, lesbian blowjobs. <laughs> How long ago was that? Like a week ago. Okay. Well, then listeners, literally any question you write in, we, we will, will answer. answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Should we go get them, cuz? Yep. All right. Stay great, peeps. See you out there. Stay great. Stay gay. See some ghosts. Stay spooky. Get so scared your pubes turn white. If you die, be a cool, spooky ghost. And don't haunt me, because I don't like that shit. No, do haunt Maddie. Do not. I do not like being haunted. I'll give you a dollar if you haunt her. I'll give you 20. <laughs> Are some cheap ass ghost, ghost dollars. Right. Uh, ghost dollars are a lot of American dollars. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, like and subscribe. Tickle Pink Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> that's only the email. <laughs> that's not the. That's not the social media. That's it. Raska's questions. Raska's yes. Raska's questions. Follow our social. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're not on the Facebooks. Facebook is evil now. Mark Zuckerberg. We always knew that. Oh, that was my tickle pink moment. Um, What's her face? Just roasting him. Did you guys see that? No. All right. Well, then fuck me, right? Moving on. Did you see when I sent you that thing, though? That was like the Halloween edition of nerds. And it was like spooky nerds. And someone was like, I'm pretty sure they prefer being called goths. (laughs) Oh, I also just wanted to share... The female Australian film editor I was talking about earlier, the movie I watched on my Delta flight, Jill Bilcock, Dancing the Invisible. Great movie. Watch it if you love film editing. She edited Moulin Rouge and a bunch of other mad important movies, so check it out. And watch Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez with Mark Zuckerberg, new one. Bye.